Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 101. That sounds weird to say. I don't. I don't like something like out of my mouth. I don't want to do it anymore. Podcast is over. Podcast done. We did a hundred of them. <laughs> okay, so this is Welcome Home Disney Parks Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom, and then you just heard Damon and Trevor's there too. <laughs> I, I feel like there is a Dalmatians joke we just missed. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a hundred and one. Yeah, I, I, I don't, ha- I don't know where the joke is there. I probably should have thought of it before we did this. Yeah, maybe just put a random picture of. You know, Dalmatians. When you when you put up the podcast, okay. just see yeah. who figures it out. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a fun live show last week. I had it a was. good time. It was a, it was a hot mess, but it was great. <laughs> well, like any live show, yeah. I mean, it's you know, we I guess we don't do it enough that we're we're comfortable with it, obviously. But uh, no, that was a lot of fun. I mean, I I don't think it would be our show if it wasn't a hot mess. So I, I'm I'm saying hot mess as a compliment. I sure. I had fun with the hot messness of it. So. <laughs> I think that made it more fun. <laughs> I do apologize to the podcast listeners, though, because the audio quality was certainly an issue for the last podcast. <laughs> but there's only so much you can do. And, you know, if if you haven't watched it yet, go check it out. Go on our YouTube channel. Go on our Facebook page. You can you can watch the, the video version of it, which is better than the audio version of it. Because, you know, some of the things that we laugh about in it and joke about it and are our visual things right so and we try we try our best to explain them most of the time but you know you can't you can't always uh, explain it well so go check it out youtube go on our facebook page you can you can kind of see what we were joking about so exactly yeah no excuses not to check out the video right yeah, <laughs> yeah why, why would you not watch the video we need more videos Exactly. Exactly. We already got people asking when we're going to do our next one. So maybe we'll do a holiday one. I don't know. I never, I never mentioned this to you guys. Maybe we can do a holiday one, like an end of year, like a New Year's Eve. Not on cool. New Year's Eve, of course, but I would say I'd do one before Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll do one before Christmas. But you have like to bring home baked cookies to the podcast if we're doing it live. All right. If you don't have cookies, then no. So, so the barrier to, <laughs> barrier to entry last time was a costume. This time Correct. it'll be cookies. Yeah, and not store-bought, so homemade. So wait, does it have to be cookies, or can it be any sort of holiday pastry? What other holiday pastries are there? I don't know. I mean, you know, you could have a pie. You get an apple pie. No? no? We we get, like, Nanaimo bars and stuff. So we're talking Christmas. What did you say, Trevor? Nanaimo bars. What is that? What the heck that is? uh, Okay. It's It's like a chocolate... I can't even describe. Okay, Canadians know what Nanaimo bars are. <laughs> are they like non-bake bars? No, 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 no. no, no it's not, it's not a non-bake. Like you, you still have to. Or sorry, I guess when you put the chocolate on, like you, you just you've put it in the fridge at that point. But yeah, there is. Wait, there's a bunch it, of prep. It's in the oven first. Yeah, like you, you bake the base and then you make the uh, the filling and then the chocolate for on top. And here, let me see if I can find a link. What. What, what's sweet? What's in it? Like it's chocolate. Uh, <laughs> chocolate. Seems like a Twix. I feel like this is just a Twix. No, it's not. No, it's trust me, it's not a Twix. <laughs> I mean, that would be uh, great if it was a Twix. <laughs> I'm gonna apologize up front. I am clicking this whole show. So unless Tom can pull them out, I can't. Uh, so. Sorry, I'll be <laughs> clicking the whole show, everybody. But by, right. by the way, how was how was everyone's Halloween? Weird. How was your yeah. <laughs> We watched Are You Afraid of the Dark on Nickelodeon with the whole We did the same family. thing. We did oh. the same. That's so funny. We did the same thing. We watched on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Okay. The old one, though. Like, the original version. Wait, hold on a second. So, what do you mean the original version? There's there's two. There's the one from 19. Then there's the other one before that. I'm talking there's about the not one a new one. Bef- the one before that. The, the one from the 90s. <laughs> okay. That I watched, okay. you know, growing up. Oh, no, we watched the 2017, 18, 19, whatever one that was, the Carnival of Doom. Is it, is it, is the new one any good? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah? Okay. I mean, because the old one doesn't really hold up as well. No, I think Goosebumps is better. Yeah. But. Oh, this looks really good. Trevor just sent us a link to, how do you say this? Nanaimo. Nanaimo. Yeah. 
Okay, so graham crackers, crunchy nuts. Dude, it's butter. a no bake. That's specifically yeah, what sorry. I asked. Trevor, you're, right. you're a big liar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, honestly, I I just eat them. I don't think about the process. So, so no, this does not count then. If it's not <laughs> in an oven. It has to be baked? It has to be baked, yeah. What What about like fudge? Like, you know? No, I said cookies. Did I say non-bake or fudge? No, I did no, not. Okay. I said cookies. So it must be baked. Must be baked. Must be baked. Okay. Yeah. I swear to you, Trevor, when you said this, I thought you were talking about Malamars, which I was like, oh, maybe they, maybe they just call Malamars something different in Canada. No, nope. <laughs> nope. Nanaimo bars are their own thing. Okay. Got it. Yeah. That's a whole different thing, right? Yeah. Because I think this, I think Malamars, this is the season for them. I think they're only around a certain certain amount of time, and I think now is the time. Did you guys have Malamars up in Canada? Is that a thing? I, I've never heard of those before. Uh, Damon, you know them. <laughs> they're not good. I love what, what are you talking about? They're not good. They're delicious. Malamars are delicious. They're not good. Yeah, you'll have to have to Google that one, Trevor. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like a marshmallow chocolate, like little. I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like a little thing that you. It's almost like a handheld. Well, I guess they're it's more disgusting. Handles. It's they're something that it's something that like your like parents a, might get you if they ran out of money money oh my at gosh, the store. I love Malamars, man. And they're like, oh, okay, what do you want? All right, fine, Malamars. Like delicious. That's what they are. No, they're marshmallow delicious. and chocolate. It looks like. Yeah, but but yeah. think like super processed, super not fresh. <laughs> like there there there's enough preservatives in them to you know keep them shelf stable, which is the problem. If you made a fresh Malamar, like. Okay, then I could get on board with that. But no, the ones you find in the store are pretty nasty. I don't mind them, but you know, <laughs> to each their own, right? So, <laughs> all right, well, we'll we'll have to plan a, a holiday show. Don't show up with Malamars; we won't let you in, Tom. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring them. <laughs> uh, no, I'll, I'll bring oh. my my world famous uh, chocolate chip cookies that are you know really really good. So I'll bring those. Uh. I'll get my wife to bake some chocolate chip cookies too, and and I guess for our, our viewers, you know, you know, we've been talking about stuff that we like for the holidays. What kind of stuff do you guys like? Because there you go. Obviously, we there's there's things that we've never heard of on both sides. So <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, that's the, I love learning about like some of the stuff that you guys like have that's very different than you know what we do. Uh, I, I think that's kind of cool to learn that kind of stuff. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that's that's neat. I learned something new today. Yeah, and you, you need to. You would like Nanaimo bars. I, I, I mean, it looks like delicious. <laughs> the, the, yeah. the link you sent me, I kind of want to make them now. Yeah, we they're all over the place here. Like you can buy them. They they um, a lot of bakeries, like at the local grocery stores, they'll they'll make Nanaimo bars, and yeah, they're not hard to find around here. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. We'll have to we'll have to do that. Yeah, I, I we I, I hope some some of our listeners from like other countries can join us and and you know show us some of the things that they do that maybe are a little bit different because I I love that kind of stuff. I think that's that's cool to find out, right? So yeah, it, it can be right. like our own little like Epcot eating around the world. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah. Let's try to make <laughs> that happen. Yeah. It gets a little tough with time zones sometimes, you know. Like it, yeah, it's, if someone wants to send me cookies though, like I, I'm I'll be providing my address. That would be fine. I'll, I can send you some of my chocolate chip cookies, Damon. I'll, I'll send you. I make a. I make a. I'm okay. Chocolate. chocolate chip cookies. I'm going to pass on. What? Because I already know I make the best ones, so oh, I'm, I don't know I'm good that. with mine. <laughs> uh, my wife might. So I'm, I'm a. You. I'm a pretty big baker, as, as everyone knows, and, and chocolate chip cookies are are my thing. I I make a pretty good chocolate chip cookie, Damon. Not gonna lie. I'm gonna guess you probably use too much chocolate chips. That's usually the knock for me. Oh well, there's I don't see. I don't think there's such a thing as too much chocolate. And chips. I like a where, lot of chocolate. That's chips. That's where I would say is where that they're probably not my thing. They're not chocolate chip cookies if you don't have a lot of chocolate chips in them. Yeah, it's, chocolate's overpowering. Right? No, it's not over. I don't do it overpowering. It's you know like a couple chips. I would say the normal amount that the recipe calls for is too much for me. There needs to be some substitutions with some sort of nut to kind of make no, them. No. Yeah. No. My wife does them with walnuts. Yep. Which is really I, I, don't, I don't like nuts in my cookies. I'm not a big nut fan. I just like the straight up chocolate. chocolate. It's overpowering. You might as well eat a chocolate bar. Hershey makes a pretty good chocolate bar, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost 10 minutes into this thing. And we have yeah. not even started the show. That's <laughs> no, okay. It's fine. Whatever. Uh, all right. So we'll, we'll plan on doing that. That should be fun. So, all right. We, we've got some listener questions. Uh, we got a lot, actually, from the last episode. Uh, which is surprising because we had a lot for the last episode and then we got a whole bunch more. So 
Uh, and I got this one from uh, via email from Kent. I just got it right now, like got got in right at the deadline. And I thought this was a good Ooh, question for us to answer. Yeah, it's a fresh question. Uh, Kent says, my family and I are heading to Disney World for the first time. First time ever. We purchased seven days worth of park tickets between the four theme parks. How should we divide up our seven days? Just for your information, our kids are eight and five, but both are over 48 inches tall. Okay. It's uh, a tough question. This is a tough, tough. question because everyone so does personal. it So, yeah. so I, I guess who, who wants to take first swing at this? Because I, I think we're all going to have different answers. Yeah, I, I will. So I'm going to go Hollywood Studios, Two Days, Magic Kingdom. Oh, this is so tough. I'm going to, I guess I'm going to go Magic Kingdom, Two Days, Hollywood Studio, Two Days. I'm going to go Animal Kingdom, Two Days. E- even though it seems crazy, I'm going to go Animal Kingdom, Two Days, and then Epcot, One. I, I think that's how I'm going to split it. Okay, that's not bad. I I think I'm I think you got to be heavy on Magic Kingdom. I mean, you could probably push three days at Magic Kingdom, but then that's just a little too much. But it's your first trip. I mean, you know, Hollywood Studios does have you know the Runaway Train and the Star Wars stuff. If they're eight, you know, kind of cool. So yeah, that, that's that's my role. I love Epcot, so you know that it's tough for me to say only one day at Epcot. But I think in the kids scenario, as a first trip I, I i go light on epcot so i wouldn't necessarily i would do light on epcot if it was the third trip but i think first trip i think that's where you go light well especially in the with the current state of epcot with how much is like under construction there you know it feels like you should save a more extensive epcot trip for a different trip yeah i i would agree with you damon that yeah epcot not just for the fact that um it's under construction but also in terms of you know with younger kids it is it is probably the most spread out of all the parks. And in terms of things to do, I I feel, yeah, for younger kids, it's not quite as focused right now. Right. So, you know, they, they would probably, I I shouldn't say, you know, you know, you know, some kids love the, the world showcase. Some kids don't. Um, I personally would not, yeah, spend more than a day there because you'll probably find that the kids would get bored pretty quick. Um, yeah, I think until yeah. they open that play pavilion, it's it, I, there's I, Epcot gets kind of a bad rap for being not a kid friendly park, but I mean, you still have the seas with Nemo and friends, right? And you still have the the countries can have some interesting fun stuff, and you have Figment, and, but that's I mean that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, I mean, again, absolutely, and that's what I was saying. You know, it really does depend on the kid. You know, some kids are not. Um, I mean, you, you know, your own kids and you know what they're into and what they're not. And you can kind of look at what's available around Epcot and you may find that the the majority of the attractions or, you know, the pavilions are just not of any interest to them. So yeah, yeah. yeah, I, I can see where it's, it's easy to, to leave it, especially, you know, for the first trip. And, um, I would, I agree with you, Damon on, you know, go heavy on magic kingdom. Um, I personally, I could do four days in magic kingdom, but that's, that's me. And that's, you know, based on what I know about magic kingdom. I think, I think the split here is really between Hollywood studios and magic kingdom for the majority of the days. Yeah. I I actually kind of agree with Damon, the the two, two, two strategy there. Like, I I think that makes sense. Like you could maybe do a third day at, at, uh, at Magic Kingdom and eliminated day at Animal Kingdom and and I and much like Damon I say that in, in a in a way be, even though like Animal Kingdom is my favorite park and I do think that there's a ton of stuff to see at Animal Kingdom I, I think you can definitely spend two full days there because of all the trails all the all the you know the nature trails where the animals are and and uh, you know wandering around Pandora and all the all the stuff that's there now you're going right now to where you're missing two of the main things in Animal Kingdom which are the Lion King show and the Finding Nemo show so those are two things you can't do uh, so the, those are missing but um still you know you, you can spend two days there there's a lot of great stuff to do at Animal Kingdom uh, plus you know for me the safari I mean you know it's like every time you ride it it's like a new ride basically because you see different animals and see you know there's different things that happen so uh but I, I kind of agree with you trevor i feel like to get the real disney world experience i feel like you need to go uh specifically with with magic kingdom for at least two or three days i think that should be your focus and then hollywood studios is the place to be right now because of star wars and and like damon mentioned mickey and minnie's runaway railway and toy story don't forget about that either uh and, and epcot you know is great it's a, it's a great park uh, i don't know what your kid's temperament is though you know if your kids are into like 
learning about other cultures and stuff, they might love Epcot, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. or if, if they're into, uh, uh, you know, the, the maybe the land pavilion uh, growing I don't know up. many five or eight-year-olds that are... I know. That's what I'm saying. But some kids are. You never know. I mean, but you're right. So I mean, my kid likes living with the land. It's not... It's not like, you know, we have to go see it, but it's, you know, w- once you get them in there, they're definitely interested, but it's sometimes it's hard to convince them <laughs> to go. Into I just it. think that you're, what you're talking about is, you know, yeah. the IPs of Disney don't exist as heavily in certain parks and that's okay. But I think for your first time, the kids are going to be expecting heavy Mickey mini. Yep. True. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And, and again, I think a lot of the subject matter in Epcot is, yeah, you know, like like talking, you know, the land, living seas, stuff like that. Again, it, it really depends on if your kid is it, into that kind of stuff, right? I mean, there's no Ellen there anymore, so what the hell is the point? <laughs> so it's ru- it's it's ruined for you. It's yeah. you know th- I, that park's completely ruined for Damon. He's never going back again, <laughs> unless there's a food festival going on. Uh, yeah, so I mean, like, listen, it's really going to be kind of up to you. Obviously, we have different opinions on this, but I mean, I think. The, we're pretty much all in the same ballpark, you know, focus on Magic Kingdom. Hollywood Studios is a good place to focus right now just because of all the new stuff that's there. And then, you know, I, I think you can kind of do figure out what you want to do between Epcot and uh, and Animal Kingdom. But, uh, you know, at the time, you know, if your kids are really into animals, you might want to spend extra time in Animal Kingdom. That's true. Know? Yeah. So that's the, it just really just depends on, on what your kids are into. So hopefully that answered your question. Or at least, yeah, hopefully gave Kent an idea of where to start. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, you know, it's the first trip. So, you know, hopefully first of, uh, you know, many in the future. I don't know if you're a DVC member or your perspective one or, you know, hopefully uh, hopefully you could do some more in the future. And uh, and this is just the start. And you got to figure out what your family likes, you know, what what parks are going to be your family's favorites and, and that kind of thing. But, you know, to get that real Disney experience, I think I, I think Magic Kingdom is the place to start. So Ashley wants to know when our next live show is. Uh, we just kind of talked about that, but she also wants to know if we have any fun holiday traditions. Um, f- hmm. <laughs> Whoa, Trevor. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I have any fun holiday traditions. It's just, I mean, we have, it, I, I don't know what they, yeah. I, I, I mean, didn't really think about this. <laughs> we, we, so we do a big, Christmas Eve dinner, we open, we, so we have two trees in the house usually. And because we live on, you know, my parents live with us, but my wife's parents live in New Jersey. Still, we open their presents on Christmas Eve. So that's kind of something we do. I don't know if we are talking Christmas holiday or Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, not much except eat, uh, and bake. But I mean, that's kind of what we do for the holidays in terms of, of Christmas. And I think for us, it's kind of the whole long withstanding who can take the longest to open presents. So we'll always be like, oh, it's four o'clock. I still have 10 presents left, right? Like we kind of do that just, just for fun as my kids have gotten older. That's been something, but you know, being away from family, I mean, you know, my parents are here, so that, but that's it family wise. It's a little different than when we were in New Jersey and we had a lot more family there. We did a lot more. We usually do some baking. Like I said, there's a, there's a running, there, there truly is like a running sort of chef off, bake off that goes on this house all the time. Like anytime anything gets baked, there, there's always, well, yeah, that was good, but, or, you know, I could have made that better, but. So we usually do some sort of cookie bake off in general in our house. So my wife is, is a, is a, I guess a fairly good baker. I can't, you know, lend credence to them being better than me because they're not. And my daughter's a pretty good baker. And my one son also will bake as well um, when forced to, but he's pretty good at it. So we'll do stuff like that. I like that. Yeah. I mean, he, he likes foods in, in high school, but you know, and he just baked an apple pie yesterday, but I was not a fan of the top, the way that, you know, it was a little too fancy, uh, a little less utilitarian. It's all going on my stomach, so I don't really care what it looks like. <laughs> but my my wife can probably get me on on the apple pie. I would say that that's something that I'm not super good at. But I crush everybody with the vanilla magic pie, which is very difficult to make. Uh, and I'm pretty good at that one. I usually, you know, for people that don't know me, I like to take a recipe and then bake it to perfection. So that may take a few months, may take half a year, could take multiple years. 
but everything that's in my Rolodex that I make is perfection. And that's what I do. So, right, I try to kind of get there with it. So the last thing was a key lime pie, which this killed it at this point, you know, took that probably took about 10 bakes, maybe even longer to get that one absolutely correct. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I do. So I don't know, maybe I'll pick something new up for the season, but I think magic pie has to be in there because I haven't made one in a very long time. Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think if I have any, I don't really have any specific holiday traditions that I can think of. I mean, we, we used to have some traditions where we, we always had like, we always had a big Christmas Eve party, uh, with like all my family would come back when my mom was living in New Jersey. Uh, but now she's, you know, this year will be the first Christmas she's not in New Jersey anymore. She's down in Florida. So that's not going to happen anymore because all of our family is, you know, in that, in that New Jersey. Well, not, not all of them, but a lot of them are up there. So that's not going to happen this year. You know, I, I also, I guess my, my other tradition is, you know, it's an odd tradition, I guess, unique to, to me because my parents have been divorced since I was a kid. We got two separate Christmases. So, uh, we always did, uh, did, you know, Christmas Eve and Christmas morning with, my mom my mom would do a breakfast casserole you know of some sort it always seemed to change every year and then we would uh make the drive to my dad spend a couple days with him and then come back again it just i know it's not like a fun tradition but it's just like the the schedule that we were always on was kind of our our weird tradition that we would always do well i guess the other thing is too we do christmas lights so we'll take a night and drive around and look at christmas lights that's usually once a year as well yeah Yeah, we we do that too, you know, weather permitting. Some years we just don't cuz it's it's too darn cold. Um, but actually, you know, when when you say that, Tom, you know, I, I realized we we kind of did the same thing like cuz with um my wife's parents got divorced uh, yeah. a long time ago. And yeah, so we would kind of do the same thing where we would, you know, um or like we'd see my family um on, you know, Christmas uh, or yeah, like Christmas Eve or whatever. And then we would, yeah, it would kind of be over like three or four days. We would do like it. So yeah, I would kind of like stretch out Christmas, I guess, because yeah. we would be That's seeing true. different parts of the family over a couple of days, which, you know, like you said, it's, it's not, it's not bad. It's just, it's different. And it's, you know, yeah. kind of, you know, just how we did it. And, and I realized there's something else that we, we've been in the habit of doing for the last few years, which is We'll have to see how it works this year. Usually when we go to Disney World, we we always pick out a Christmas ornament. We we make a point of going to the Christmas store and we all pick out one ornament for the Christmas tree. And obviously this year we weren't able to do that. But I think we may go to the Disney store because we actually have a Disney store uh, at the, the mall here. And... Um, we may try and and or we'll see what they have there and see if we can pick out an an ornament. But uh, yeah, that was something you know. I, I guess over probably about the last five years, we have a bunch of ornaments that we've gotten from from different Disney trips on our tree. So nice, yeah. nice. So I, we're getting these. We're getting a lot of holiday questions here. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> do you want to read Dan's question, Trevor? Since yeah, I'm reading uh, yeah. Dan says, "Have have you been to the parks on Christmas Day? We went there one year when our kids were three, five, and six. It was just a wall of people. Yeah, I have no desire to go to Disney on Christmas Day. <laughs> like, I, yeah, like just what Dan says. You know, I can just imagine how crazy the crowds would be when we were there um last year in november i i thought it was great like that like the christmas stuff was up and it was definitely it definitely had that christmas feel to it but we were far enough away from christmas that it didn't uh yeah the the crowds weren't hitting critical mass so um yeah yeah, i I think i would rather do that than you know try and go even like like the week leading up to christmas and right after christmas i would never I would never consider going to Disney at that time. So the closest I've ever gotten was the I, I we did go the week of Christmas uh, one year and we left. We we were only there. It was a shorter trip. It was like a five day trip. I think we had taken my mom for her sixtieth birthday. I think and so and we uh, left the. The, the day before Christmas Eve. So Christmas Eve Eve, basically. And just that day, the day before Christmas Eve, was crazy. I, I you know, I, I've seen Disney pretty busy before, but and everybody thinks, you know, what, what they see sometimes is busy, but you have not seen busy until you've seen Christmas and the days around Christmas or on or New Year's. It is literally where you cannot walk. Like, you know, back in 
back you know pre uh, uh, pandemic times obviously we can't really see that as much now but uh you know they, that's how it was it was it was just you couldn't walk anywhere and and they were they tried their best to manage that but it's it's still tough it's just too many people uh trying to go through all that stuff so i you know when we did that trip we had specifically done a lot of things we don't typically do you know like we did a dining pack we did the dining package with uh phantasmic because we just didn't want to have to we knew if we wanted to go see phantasmic we were gonna have to line up way ahead of time and we just didn't want to do that so we got the guaranteed seat you get with that dining package i'm not even sure if they still do that but and then we even did uh, for the candlelight processional. We did the we did the dining package for that because I, I knew my mom would want to do that. So again, just so we didn't have to wait forever for it. So you know that kind of stuff it, because of how busy uh, Disney is during that time. We thought it would made sense to do it that way. So yeah, that that totally makes sense, and I I would probably do the same thing. But yeah, yeah, it, but I'm not going to do that again. That was yeah, that was, it, was, it was a terrible idea. I, I'm not going to do it again. Yeah, the, the shorter answer is just don't go at that time of year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Anyway, uh, so Dan also asked if you could be guaranteed the castle suite for three nights with the stipulation that you first have to tent camp or tent, uh, camp in a tent, I guess, at Fort Wilderness for four nights. Would you make the deal? He said, I love camping. So a yes for me. See, I think this has to be for someone that hates camping like me, but I'd still say yes to it for, I mean, for, for three nights in the castle suite that you could only get if you win a contest. That seems like four nights isn't too bad. I would do it. Uh, but in a tent specifically, like, I mean, I, I do tent camping and yeah, after about three nights, my back kind of doesn't appreciate it. So you gotta, it's I, for a once in a lifetime experience, Trevor. Yeah. But then, <laughs> you know, you'd be, I, I guess I would be <laughs> miserable because, you know, you know, if, if you're, you know, you haven't slept well for like three or four days. I mean, I'm sure that yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the suite would be amazing after that, but I don't know if I would. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's hard to say. Like, I, I, I guess in the moment I wouldn't pass it up. But I think when I got to about the second or third day of camping at Fort Wilderness, I would be having some regrets. <laughs> why, why do I care about the castle suite anyway? Because it has it's, that. It's view. exclusive. It's, yeah. and? You like exclusive stuff, Damon, right? So this is, yeah, this but is it's sleeping. Why do I care? Yeah. I really don't care. I wouldn't do it's, that. It's not just the sleeping. It's just the like the you know, waking up and looking out the window and having that view of Main Street and everything. I, I think yeah. You mean of not being able to sleep in and can't go to bed early? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> oh yeah, you definitely. That would be a nightmare for you, Damon, because there'd be fireworks and you couldn't go to yeah, bed. Yeah, I'd be out. <laughs> no, I have no interest in this get, whatsoever. Get some good. Plus, noise why don't I hate? I hate camping. Yeah, I don't hate camping. camping. <laughs> I'm not a fan of that. That's torture for me. <laughs> I, I get it, David. It makes sense now why you wouldn't want to do that. I, no, and it's not just that though. There's no so what? Like so, I can sleep out in a tent and get you know bug bites and like Trevor said, back problems. So I can go sleep yeah. in a castle suite that's probably not as nice as some hotels I've stayed in. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm all right. All right. Well, let's let's go to Casey's question then. Who wants to read Casey's question? If Casey says, if you're given something free from Disney for life. What would it be? Uh, I.e., limited passes, annual passes, hotel stays, anything else you would like? Easy annual passes. Well, yeah, I, th I think we would all agree with annual passes. Nope. Okay, let, let, let's. Oh, David really. would not. <laughs> nope. Why not? Because that's not what I want. What do you want? What then? do you want? Well, so it's just that's just some options down there, right? Yeah, I'm. I'm well, yeah, picking, you can give whatever answer you want. Of yeah. course, I'm gonna pick a cameo role. On every Star Wars television show or movie for life. <laughs> Wait, but it can, you, if what if the cameo is you being like a stormtrooper? Are you still great. okay with that? No sure. one knows that you're that. Doesn't matter. Wait, I'm still in the credits. Still, I'm in the IMDb. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you don't need he to knows. be seen. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> I'm good. Sorry, Trevor. Go ahead. I was just saying he he knows where he is in the scene. He doesn't need everybody else to know. Yep, that's what I'm taking. So it's it's not a matter of being seen. It's just a matter of being in it. I mean, I would assume at some of them I'd be seen. It's a cameo role, so at some point I would be. Okay. I could be. I could be dressed up as Greedo. We don't know. <laughs> don't know. I think it would be cool to be a stormtrooper, though. At least I'd be a stormtrooper. That's fine. That that's what I'm taking, though. I don't care about unlimited passes. Why do I want something that I can get by myself? Right. I want something I can't get by myself. If you're going to give me something for life, 
money's money. I can work really hard and make that. I can't work really hard. I guess I could work really hard to try for, but to try for roles in Star Wars, right? Now I'm taking the role in Star Wars. I'm good. That's, that's an interesting, I, I would have never thought about that. That's, that's a good one. I, I was actually going to say, you know, free dining for life would be good. Like, oh, that'd be because, good. because again, you know, kind of on be the same. Fat. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I'm not at Disney all the time. So it's, you know, whenever I would go for my Disney trip, it would just not having to worry about the food. But it would be would like be the nice. reverse thing. It wouldn't be not having to worry about the food. It would be like, oh man, this is all free for me. I had to make sure I really pack it in. <laughs> like that, that's, that's too much reverse pressure. No, but, but I feel it kind of works the same way as DVC where you, where you get to a point where you're not as stressed about like you have to do everything in a trip. It becomes a lot more like, you know, yeah, you know, I'll try this no, next because, time. I'll try that next time. Because see, there's, there's the differences is that there's no like monetary portion of you trying something next time or this time. Right. But when it comes to food, it's going to be like, all right, well, it's free. So. Well, I saved myself $500 or I saved myself $1,000 or I ordered the most expensive stuff and I saved myself $2,000. Again, it creates a pressure for me that I don't need. I don't need that sort of pressure. of. It's like being at a buffet. Like you want to get your money's worth just because it's free doesn't mean that I don't want to get my money's worth. And yeah, that's that's too much pressure. I don't want any pressure at Disney. I'm, I'm I get it. not in on that pressure situation. You see, I, I understand the thought process, but for me, that just actually takes all the pressure off. Cause I just would, cause it's free. Yeah. yeah. Cause, Cause then I just don't think about it. I'm just like in the moment, about I'm it like, now. that's what I want. <laughs> I don't care if it's the $5 or the $50 item. Yeah. See, I don't think about that now. So that, yeah. that's, that's the reverse. I'd always be trying to order the most expensive thing if it was free on the house. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> Do we want to scrap the rest of the questions and move on uh, to, to actual topics since we're like halfway through here? Yeah, sure. we, we probably should. <laughs> Yeah, we could save these for next time. Yeah. So, uh, and and I I know uh, we do. I want to do the ad now, or do we want to do one of these topics, and then we can do the ad? Let's talk about the coasters first. All right. All right. All right. So I, you know, you're gonna have to click on this because I didn't give you guys a picture in here, but oh, I've seen it already. It's a snooze fest. <laughs> what do you mean it's a snooze fest? It looks cool. A snooze fest. It doesn't look like anything spectacular. It looks like it's gonna be. They better come through with some crazy, those, right, the animatronics that follow you, because these rides look pretty boring. So, the, but this is just the ride vehicle that we're looking at for the, for Guardians of the Galaxy ride. And they do, they turn as, you know, so that's another piece of this. So. <laughs> they turn. Oh, no, they turn. I've never been on a roller coaster that hasn't turned before. Sign no, but this up. is a little, this is a little different, though. This is, I've been know. on something like this. Time Traveler is pretty much like this. Yeah, I, I, I get what Spider-Man you're saying. Spider-Man is kind of like this. Not all of us have been on those particular types of rides, though. So Yeah, it's it's it looks like the vehicle from Dinosaur, pretty much. Well, it's a coaster train. Yeah, I mean, I know what you're saying, but it's, you know, it's a four-person train. It looks wider than a normal roller coaster train to me, but... Well, that's that's the downside of it. That's why it can't... The, the ride itself can't be anything crazy. But then again, it's Disney, so it's not going to be crazy anyway, which is the the, the downfall. I, again, I'm I'm looking more forward to Tron than I am to this by far. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I mean, we've already seen this before, but we yep. haven't seen, I guess, the completed ones, right? We just saw concept art and like, and I guess there was a video back at D23 a little while ago where they showed the vehicle, but now they're actually built. So that's, that's kind of cool. I'm trying to, uh, uh, what is the, the paint job on it is from the um, crap. I'm drawing a blank on it. In Guardians of the Galaxy, it's the the planet where, like the um, where the security organization is. That kind of Xandar is that what it's called? Xandar? Yeah, yeah, I totally yeah. blanked on that. I was like, what is that called? But yeah, I was I was just looking at the 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 paint job is kind of interesting in that yeah. that they're really pushing that Xandar uh, thing. Yeah, I think it is. I, I mean, maybe I'm making that up, but you think I know that? <laughs> yeah, I, I should have known that too. I just haven't watched Guardians in a while, so the the name was escaping me. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, that's where the Nova Corp- Corps are. Yeah, yeah, so Nova that, Corps. That's, yeah, that's, that's that's it. It's Xandar. Yeah, yeah, Xandar's the right one. Okay, well, I just thought these look kind of cool, and I wanted to to take a look at them, but. Damon, I know you wanted to talk about holiday shopping, but before we do that, since there's a couple things in here, uh, let's uh, let's do the let's do the ad. Does that sound good? Yep. 
So uh, our ad today is for DVC Resale Market. Our, our friends over at DVC Resale Market. DVC Resale Market is the leader in the DVC resale industry with 11 former Disney Vacation Club guides and two former Disney Vacation Club quality assurance managers. If you're thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions. If you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market, where over 98% of listings sell within 30 days, and nearly 3,000 contracts were sold in 2019 alone. We're going to have to get updated numbers on that, because I know they blew through that record this year. It was a huge year for them. So uh, they are the people to go to if you need to sell your contract. So go to dvcresalemarket.com or call 1-844-DVC-PROS. That's one 844 382-7767. The most important thing you can do is let them know that you heard about them from us. So let them know that Welcome Home sent you. Again, that's dvcresalemarket.com or call 1-844-DVC-PROS. Awesome. So Damon, you wanted to talk about holiday shopping. Holiday food specifically. Well, I thought you no, no, just no. wanted to talk about holiday shopping. Uh, we got holiday shop. food after. But I refuse I refuse to share my section with any stupid talking Groot and Bluetooth speaker. Okay. Well, you don't have to share it with that. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean stupid? It looks cool. Stupid. <laughs> um, all right. So what do we? I'm, I'm going to let you guys kind of lead this discussion. Where oh. do you want me to go? What sort of age ranges do you want me to do? There, there's a lot. So this is a section I, I guess I'll do for the next couple of weeks. Uh, I guess... Really, the the first request was what for older older kids. Well, I was going to say let's let's go. You with want to start my, my two and a half year olds. Two and a half year olds. Okie dokie. So two and a half. So I have almost two year olds. I have that. So again, for those that don't know, I run bscKids.com and toyroyalty.com. And actually, you can find there's gift guides for everything there. Maybe Tom will be really nice, and I'll give him the link. And it's for pretty much every age range. From two to sixteen, every year. So that's what that's what I have. So again, I know that we were asked for a little bit older in terms of things, but I'm going to help Tom out here first. All right. Oh, thank you. I appreciate sure, that. no problem. So the the one thing I would say at that age that was pretty wonderful. So Landonad is a phenomenal place to buy some higher quality type stuff, and they do have these. Play home cottages, which are really, really cool. So they're a little bit, like I said, a little bit more on the expensive side, but the quality is a little bit higher. And this is something you can put up or put down, right? It has the interior poles and things like that. But my daughter really loved it. It has the, the windows and all that super cool stuff like that. So I would say that was a good one. The other thing that actually I really liked at that age was a foam balance beam. So you can put them on the floor. It's like, you know, it's pretty much like half of a pool noodle, but a little bit bigger. And we kept that in the house. It's easy to store. And I think the one that we got was, let's see, it was from Dot Products. Again, this is old. This was from when my daughter was three. So a, a little bit older. And then that's, I think this is also when we started on some Calico Critters, which I'm a huge fan of personally. And uh, the, the Lego Duplos were, were really good at that age. So those are two big things as well. Because again, I'm looking at things from back in the day. So I have to kind of start to look at, you know, things that stood the test of time. But the other one that we started with, so Piggy Paint is a natural nail polish. So we actually started doing painting her nails around that age just for fun. But we did it with, again, a nail polish that was specifically made for younger kids. So that's kind of a few things for the three-year-old girl, obviously. So can lead lead me somewhere else, Tom. That's good. Go 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 back to the older kids, like you wanted to wanted to do. All right. So so we'll do a little bit. So uh, let's see. Older boys. So this is this is where it does get super difficult. A lot of the things on this list got expensive. So this year, interestingly enough, one of the websites that I really like. You know, I'm a huge fan of Brad's deals in terms of clothing. Cause my kids are pretty much my 14 and 16, almost 15 and 17 year olds are a little bit more about clothing. So I can tell you that that was something that was a, a big deal. And Prusy, which is a website, it has, you know, Adidas stuff and Under Armour stuff, but it's one of those places where you go and there's a limited selection, but the prices are really, really low. So that that's some place to check out. The other thing that we also did is 
we got them um, an iPhone camera lens kit, which they really liked at that age. We also did a lot of, I would say, board games because we try to do board games. But th- there's a couple cool things out there. Again, this is a few years old, but there's a card reader for the iPhones, which was really neat. So what you can do is you plug it into your lightning port and then you can plug in an SD card to it and you use it kind of as bonus storage. And that was actually really nice. We used that a lot doing things. Um, this year, you know, we have PlayStation 5 out and, and Xbox. So those are another big things at that age. And headphones are always, you know, always a good thing. And then it gets a little bit more into, you know, some, I mean, I ended up getting my kid a laptop at that point. But there's also a couple of good things in terms of, you know, what are they into sports wise? I have a couple good projects that I was working on for their sports. I did a lot of custom things for them this year. So I'll get into some more custom things next time. I don't want to take up the whole thing, but, but stay tuned. Like I said, there is, I'll do this every week, at least for a few minutes. And then, like I said, I'll send Tom the the link, which has all of our gift guides that we did. Gosh, from when the kids were two all the way up now until they're 17. So there's a lot of good information there and a lot of things that will kind of carry over. Nice. So we'll we'll do this little Damon segment. Uh, what in the next couple episodes up until yeah. up until Christmas, right? Who's got who got a PS Five though and an Xbox? I, I I don't. I yeah I I decided not to because we're still good with our PS Four and PC this year. Um, I, I probably won't jump on the PS Five until next year. Okay. All right. Well, you guys want to talk holiday food at Disney? <laughs> sure. I because I it doesn't sound like you want to talk about the talking Groot. I thought that was a cool gift, that I uh, you know thing to do for someone that likes baby Groot. It's expensive. It's a lot of money for something. What are you doing with it? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I guess that's the thing with some of them is it's like you know it's it's a the initial novelty of it is great, but then kind of like what Damon said is what do you do sixty dollars for talking? It's like Groot, most of like, the things I buy at Disney though. There's like an initial novelty, and then I never use it again. Like we've got all these popcorn buckets in our house that have been used once and never again. You know. We use ours to hold pens, so there's that. <laughs> Although I will say, uh, so the the green alien from Toy Story, we could not find for the life of me. We could not find my my daughter's uh, like little pumpkin, you know, trick or treating thing. And we didn't really go trick or treating. We just you know walked around to some of the houses that had like tables of, with bags out and stuff like that. And um, we so we used the little green alien popcorn bucket to put stuff in. So that was <laughs> that was basically what we did, which uh, was 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 funny, but. Um, at least it got some use. All right. So, so food. That's my jam. Holiday highlight. This is why I added right here. So all this good new food. That's <sighs> all right. All right. All right. So we're all, we're all on the, on the parks blog. Let, let's kind of do what we did last time. I, I, I like doing it that way. I like doing it that way too. All right. So we have the magic kingdom park, uh, which we have twice upon a cupcake, let it snow taco and orange bird, Christmas, Chippendale, Christmas churros and pistachio chai tea float. Hmm. You know, <laughs> I really want to try this Let It Snow taco, but the oh, yeah, problem I'm having is, is this spiced chocolate mousse. I don't really like spices with my sugar. Like, I, I, I know what it's going to taste like, and it's not the worst, but I'm going to have to try that anyway, because I love oranges, but orange-scented white chocolate mousse with orange curd, it's too much. I, f- I feel it already in my, like, I feel it in my stomach being too much. I have to let it go. Too, like, going acidity? With the Is that what you're saying? Is your tooth, like, acidity? <laughs> uh, just, like, overly sugary. Wait, like, okay. So, I've I've realized, well, I've realized it recently, but, like, white chocolate stinks. Like, oh, I love white chocolate. Because it's it, not actually it's too sugary. It's not actually chocolate. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's just too sugary for yeah. me these days. So, that, that's what I'm going with in the Magic Kingdom Park. What about you guys? Uh, this is tough for me because I, I, mine's really between the twice upon a cupcake because I am a sucker for confetti, uh, cake. I, I love the confetti, like vanilla cake. And then the red velvet Mickey hidden inside looks pretty cool. I, I, I really like the look of that. But I, I think I might have to go with the sugar cookie taco shell, uh, the lettuce snow taco, sugar cookie taco shell filled with salted caramel and spiced chocolate mousse. That sounds awesome to me. See, I, I'm right with you with that cupcake. That, that cupcake looks, amazing to me again not, not just I, I know it's a cupcake and i know that it's not gonna it looks taste, cool yeah but the top just looks like 
I, I would still go for it. I, I am a sucker for, you know, icing and cupcake and all that. Unlike okay. you, Damon, I will go for the sugar. My second choice, though, is actually the pistachio. There's float. no second choices. Well, no. All right, I, I, no I, <laughs> We're, we can have second choice. Tom, no. Tom did it, so I'm going to do it, yeah. too. Wait, Tom did. So what was your second choice, Tom? I, my taco. two were the taco and the and the cupcake and the choice. If it doesn't count, you might as well just pick all five at that point. Gosh, no, I'd be I two out decision of th- makers. Okay, see, I I want the float then. It, it, so, okay, so let's see. I, I the like cupcake. that, Trevor. That sounded pretty float. good. You were. Just, I want the float. All right, I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> it does look good. The float does it look does good. It, but I, and I like a good spice chai tea. So yeah, and it might tone it down a little bit. Yeah, exactly. That, that's what I'm thinking is that it'll bounce it out a little bit, and it, you know it'll still be pretty sweet. But I think that the tea will will give it a well, nice. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think for me, you know, again, the the sugary part is I, I can't over sugar. Like it's just it's too much now. Like it just you lose the taste when it's you're just smacked in the face with too much sugar. All right, let's see. So Disney Hollywood Studios, we have the frozen salted caramel hot chocolate. We can probably just stop right there, honestly. But let's tell <laughs> the rest of them are. The, the Mickey's Holiday Cookie, a Holiday Whoopie Pie. First of all, I hate cream cheese filling, so that wouldn't be out. And an Olaf Snow Flurry. I, I'm I, Again, I'm frozen salted caramel hot chocolate for me. I don't think that's even a question. That's frozen salted caramel hot chocolate topped with marshmallows, green sugar, and a chocolate drizzle, and a souvenir Mickey glow. It's like a win-win. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I just yeah. The I cookie mean, just looks it looks like a cookie. <laughs> yeah, it, it 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 looks like a cookie that is trying very hard to be something it's not. It's just nothing. I, yeah. No, you know what? I'm actually I'm gonna go with you on this one, Damon. I'm gonna go with the. I'm a sucker for salted caramel any day. Salted caramel. I, I'm all I'm all in for that. So I'm, I'm. Yeah. Give me that. That sounds delicious. And and I'm gonna go for the whoopie pie because unlike you, Damon, I am all about cream cheese. So yeah, I no, I don't like I, I like it on a bagel. I don't like it with sugar. But with red velvet, though, it's expected, right? I, I mean, yeah, yeah. You got red velvet with cream cheese is is perfect to me. So I I would go yeah. for the whoopie pie. I don't like it. Okay, well that was an easy one. All right, this is <laughs> Animal Kingdom. Ooh, this one's interesting. White chocolate peppermint cream cheese mousse. So that's out for me. Meringue cupcake. Hmm. Oh, that seems super the interesting. Pumpkin cake with cheesecake filling. Yeah, that's White where it gets there. it gets beat for me. So the pumpkin ice cream sandwich and the Santa. Mickey Moose. I am going to unfortunately have to go with the Santa Mickey Moose, but I don't even want it. Because everything else is ruined with pumpkin or cream cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Man, Damon, we're on the same page today because I also would go with I do want the Santa Mickey Moose, though, because I do like white chocolate. And I I do like I like the Moose Dome and I like a brownie base. That sounds really good with with some sprinkles. And then it's got the little ears on it. So I'm, I'm all in for that for that one. You see, I'm, and now I'm torn between the uh, the white chocolate peppermint mousse or the menagerie cupcake. I don't know which one I would go for. Ooh. Probably, uh, I, actually, looking at them both, looking at the pictures, uh, the cupcake seems a little more interesting to me. Now that I'm seeing, though, I just realized that the the, the peppermint cream cheese mousse is actually at a, a Satuli uh, canteen. So that's that goes with like the 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 blue moose thing that they have. This is their holiday version of it. I didn't realize that that's where that was at. Oh, I was more intrigued when I read that as meringue menagerie. Yeah, you're right. I don't. It doesn't matter. It's got cream cheese anyway. That'd be out. <laughs> so you're out. Just out with the cream cheese. <laughs> I was I was interested though if it was a meringue cupcake. I just quickly uh, perused that, but a meringue cupcake would be interesting. It's it's the menagerie being the because uh, um, they yeah. start doing the yeah the Christmas. Uh, animal characters yeah all right, all right, all right. epcot you're, this should oh there isn't as much why is, epcot, why is epcot so short yeah <laughs> i was frozen apple pie nah um taste of epcot festival of the holidays sneak peek I mean, okay that's why they're so short because there there's there's going to be a whole list that that we can probably cover next episode just for the, well, holidays. the festival of the holidays which is yeah. already we already covered i think i don't think we covered all the food i think I, we did already because it no. says we'll be sharing our annual foodie guide um, so, next week, so we'll, we'll, we should have that on next episode now. Yeah, we, I, we, I thought we talked about food and wine, but we haven't talked about the holiday oh, maybe. stuff. Yeah, 
So anyway. more food talk. <laughs> Wait, so what else? What's there's there's more stuff, right? So that was just there. What's what's next? There's baby Yoda cookies that don't care. You don't care about a baby Yoda? Uh, I don't mean I don't fall, really want to pumpkin Rocky Road cupcake. Ooh, this is seems interesting, but I'm digging the baby oh. Yoda cookies and cream mousse. I, I would eat that. No, I wouldn't eat either one of these fall cupcake looks nasty. Look, I also don't want to eat Baby Yoda. I feel weird about that. Spaceship Earth cookie jar? You know, I don't yeah. have a good cookie jar. I'm going to tell you the truth. That's interesting. That cookie jar is awesome. Yeah, kind of is. Yeah. And it's it's actually less... I think $40 is less than what I would have expected to pay for that, actually. How big is it, though? It looks big in the picture, but I feel like it's hard to tell the, the scale. D- does it really need to be... Or, or I guess, are you wondering, is it too big or not big enough? Because not big enough. It's cookies. How could it possibly be too big? Well, ever. Well, if, if your cookie jar is too big, your cookies go stale because you don't eat them fast enough. Well, it just depends if, if you're sucking the air out of your cookie jar like any normal human being would. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's just think about that statement for a second. <laughs> Wait, you're sucking the air out of your cookie jar? Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> Why would you not? That's what's making your cookies go stale. Do, do you tell your kids every time they go in to grab a cookie, make sure you suck the air out? We have, we use the food saver to suck the air out. <laughs> Gosh. I don't have a you food saver. You guys are like person. Neanderthals in your cookies. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> um, it doesn't look big enough. Now that I'm looking at the rest yeah. of the pictures... I'm, I'm I'm not in. If it, if it can't hold a whole bag full of um, what are those nasty things that Tom just talked about? The ma- marshmallow oh. garbage. <laughs> what were they called again? Oh, um, mal- mal- Malamars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Malamars. Yeah. Doesn't even look like it hold a I, bag of nasty Malamars. All right. So, all right, guys, you want to move on? So, right. what do you guys? I, I saw these uh, permits uh, that were filed now in Epcot for a new food location coming to Italy, which seems odd to me. That they're adding. I mean, is it just a food kiosk maybe for the 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 holiday festival thing, or do you think this is like a permanent thing? It says the the permit lists the address one seven seven three Avenue of the Stars, which is located just off the side of La Bottega Italiana. So it's like another. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'll I don't take know. any more Italian food. Doesn't matter what yeah. it is. Yeah, no, I agree. I just I'm I'm wondering if it's just a temporary thing or if it's going to be a permanent thing. I, I'm I'm curious because I obviously we don't know about any new Italian restaurant being built there. You think they would have announced something around that if there was like a whole new restaurant? I I almost wonder if it's just a booth, but I, I don't know. Yeah. So further further reading on this. So the description says. Um, it doesn't say whether it's a kiosk or a dining location, but the work is being done by uh, Icarus Exhibits, which is, I guess, the same people who did the work on the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. So that's interesting. Yeah, they would they would employ. Oh, we have a hold on beep 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 news flash. Alex Trebek just passed away. I saw. Yeah, they oh. think that has to that has to supersede Italy food. Yeah, man, with Ellen. Ah, oh yeah, hurts. that's this is Disney related. I I I didn't say anything about it because it's I didn't think it was Disney related, but geez, yeah, it is. Well, I mean, it's it's ABC, right? Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's Disney in general. It's very sad. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, I was I was hoping for you know an Ellen reboot at some point. I guess that's not the case. Maybe I should build my own Ellen in my backyard or something. Alex Trebek was Canadian too, wasn't he? He Trevor? was. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's sad. And unfortunately he was battling with the same cancer that my father-in-law was battling with, but uh in Alex's case they caught it early enough that he at least had some of a fight. That's that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is really awful. Uh so I, I don't know how to transition to talking about other things after that. Um but <laughs> wow. yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, that. No, it's okay. It's okay. So, just anything else about this this uh, potential new I, dining resort? Uh, anything more in Italy is good. It's definitely a bonus. I, I would consider, you know, the one thing that I miss down south 
is Italian food. So I'm always up for something food. new yeah. in, in that location. You know, it's interesting to me that this is done by Patina Restaurant Group, who operates a lot of the restaurants at, at, at the Disney at Disney and like the Disney surrounding areas. So I, that almost makes it feel like it's not just going to be like a stand; it's going to be an actual like restaurant. But it's just weird to me that we haven't heard anything about it. So I'm just curious to see what this is going to be and if we're going to hear any like announcements about it. So yeah, I'm just sorry. I'm just reading through the rest of this uh, this permit information. Um, no, those permits are always so like minimal information, you know, you yeah. can never really gain that much from them. Yeah. But yeah, I, I guess the, the key things for me are, um, the, the date is before end of 2021. So December 31st, which means whatever it is, well, we should see it in the next year. Um, but yeah. And then the fact that it's patina restaurant group and, uh, Icarus exhibits means, you know, that it's not just a booth, like, like, why would they, why would they employ, um, a, a couple of high-profile firms to do this kind of work yeah. to do a temporary booth. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Well, well, guess we'll have to see what it's going to be. So the last thing I had on here was and creepy land I, is what you got on here. Yeah. So it's funny because <laughs> I showed this. I showed this to my wife, uh, and she was like, "Ooh, like that was her uh, just a visceral reaction to it." She's like, "That's creepy. I don't want that." Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, well, it's only it's creepy awesome. because it has no face on it. I think it's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. So I, I watched the video a few times because I was like, wow, that that is that is pretty neat. Well, let's let's explain what this is. Who wants to explain it? They they've pat- filed a patent for. Hold on. Ah, sorry, the video started talking to me in my ear. <laughs> the uh, yeah, they filed a patent for lifelike gaze from the animatronics so the eye movement on them is going to be closer to human which means that you know just like in your nightmares the robots will be staring at you <laughs> and and blinking subtly and yeah, when you watch the video yeah it's super creepy it, it's definitely some Westworld. yeah it does feel very Westworldly. yeah but uh yeah I but just, it, it, go ahead sorry so 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 what ride are you putting this on See, I'm I'm thinking Star Wars Hotel is what I'm putting putting that at. Okay. Like interactive interactive robots on at the Star Wars Hotel, uh, or Star Wars or Star Wars Galaxy's Edge too. I mean, e- either one. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, but but just you know the the way it's making eye contact is just very unsettling or, or really not making on <laughs> eye contact right because that's like part of it where it's like you know humans don't always make direct eye contact sometimes they look down a little bit you know and or move their eyes a little bit and that's kind of what this is about right it's making it look more realistic and and it can also like it can breathe and blink and then also like follow your movements so like if you're turning would, your would head would you be mad if they turned every animatronic in pirates to this i think it'd be kind of cool <laughs> Mm. The, the thing is for me like this only works if you're up close with the robot right like because you're not going to notice like little eye you know it's a, and- it's a shame because really where this would work really really well is some sort of haunted something or other oh yeah i mean i don't know if you could do the haunted mansion because you would end up just kids would be running in fear terror yeah. for their lives like it would be way too much but man for adults that would be cool it would almost need to be like a another tower of terror type thing like, like where the the premise is very clearly not even tower of terror is not scary no but but it's definitely not like like the haunted mansion like you said is more like more kids go on it like the tower of terror kind of has a lower bar for entry i get or not a lower bar a higher bar for entry like it it's not like little little kids going on it but yeah just you know the funny thing about this is it like i guess when when i see characters and you know when characters make eye contact with you but it's like you know you know like they see you and they they wave at you and whatever i'm fine with that but when it's an animatronic doing it that just creeps you out that doesn't feel right and i don't i don't know what the difference is <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah yeah no i i get it i you know it, this is almost 
I think it. I think this makes it creepier that they didn't have a face on it, like you know, an actual rubber face. It's just the you can see the mechanics of the robot. But again, this is a this is a Disney research video. It's not. It, there's just demonstrating the technology, so there doesn't need to be a face on there. Yeah, I, I just when I when I look at this, I think of like applications of like a close up, like where you're having a conversation with a character, an interactive conversation with a character close up, as opposed to something far away where you can't really see their facial features or you know, you can't really see what all the different things that are that are you know on the the per, the uh, the animatronics face and and the movements that it makes those little tiny movements. This this seems very subtle to me in a, in a lot of ways. Yeah, the first thing that I go to is like when you're in line for Star Tours. There's the uh, there's the couple of robots that are like they're just oh yeah they're in the queue right like so like you're walking by them in the queue, and I can see an application where like you know they're that close like you know maybe you know ten feet away from from the the crowd, and and you know as you're walking through an area, it's you know the the animatronic is engaging with you know individual people like you know as you look at it it you know it looks at you and has a conversation and everything and, and i can see that working and I, and I can see them using that as you know part of a uh, a queue somewhere but then yeah on a ride i i don't know how well that would work because again you know the problem with the ride is that you're you're being pushed through um a set or through a stage and there yeah th- there's not that level of intimacy i guess that you the same as you know when you're standing in line waiting for something yeah, I get that. That's why. See, but that's this is exactly why I feel like this is more going to be something like Star Wars Hotel or Star Wars like Galaxy's Edge, where you're up close interacting with with these things. You know. Yeah, I I, I agree with you there, but still, I I think I think either one of two things is going to happen: is that they're going to do the animatronic well enough that you'll you'll think that you're actually like talking to an actor or something, or. Yeah, it'll just be like I don't want to go back in there because that thing was staring at me and looking through my soul, and <laughs> <laughs> or they never use this at all, and I mean, which is also possible too that they never even use this technology. So, I I can see some version of it in probably the next five years. Like the the fact that it's pat- patented right now, yeah, anything that we're talking about right now, I don't think you'll see it immediately, but I can see them doing some upgrades or changes to. Um, existing rides to, you know, add a new animatronic or something, and they may go this way with it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, well, I think that's it for this uh, for this episode. Do you want to go ahead and wrap us up? Unless, is there anything else you want to mention, Damon or Trevor? I'm good. All right. Let's wrap it up. All right. Sorry, I had to uh, take a drink there because I realized I've been talking for a long time and... <laughs> Uh, all right. Where are we? Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, so trying to it, find your place here. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I realized that. So I, I went, I had all these tabs open looking at these videos and everything. And I'm like, Oh, where is, where is the wrap up? There it is. Okay. So, uh, you know, as, as you guys know, you can always reach us at welcome home podcast at gmail.com. We love getting emails from you guys. You know, we, we had some listener questions come to us that way. We love getting comments. We love talking to you guys that way. So make sure, uh, you know, if you, if you have any questions or you want to just fire us an email just to say hi, um, we like that too. And, you know, you know, we're always there. Um, if you, if you want to re- interact with us on social media, um, we, we have a few different places now, so you can find us on Facebook as welcome home podcast. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram as welcome home picks. You'll see, um, posts going up there uh, a couple times a week. So you can follow us on Instagram and, uh, you can also follow our YouTube channel, which is also called welcome home podcast. And, uh, every time we, we do live streams or anything like that, you'll be able to, uh, watch them later on YouTube. And if you guys uh, want to get some merchandise, you know, if you if you want a mask, if you want a mug or a t-shirt or something like that, uh, please make sure you go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and check out the merchandise we have uh, we have available because uh, um, yeah, there's some, there's some cool stuff up there. And as usual, if uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, any of those platforms, uh, please leave us a review. We, we do look at those reviews and we like hearing the feedback from you guys. And it also helps other people find the podcast. Yeah, definitely. And of course, of course, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, 
uh, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any place you can find podcasts, you can find us. Just search for Welcome Home. Look for the one that says DVC and Disney. Uh, just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, any and all opinions we express on this show are our own. So please consult your DVC representative or Disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today. Big thank you to DVC Resale Market for sponsoring this episode and being our uh, our friends for so long now. Uh, please check them out if you're looking to buy or sell DVC. We would appreciate it if you support the people that support us. Uh, join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair How she can cuddle Is no man's affair I looked around from pole to pole Found her in a sugar bowl Ooh.